Harvey Norman Wampaki, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. Welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Well, it's a big Saturday afternoon. Welcome to you one and all, wherever you are in the wonderful region of Gippsland. Hope your weekend's tracking well so far. Welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland here on SEN Track 91.3 Southwest Gippsland. It's a pleasure to have your company here for the next hour for Saturdays in Gippsland. I'm Ian Doherty, your host, and joining me is my partner in crime, man, that sits next to me every Saturday and does exactly the same thing. Brad Sinclair, Sinkers, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Wiz, and you say, as the siren goes for three-quarter time or half-time or whatever it is here in the two, as you say in your... Um start of that whiz that I hope your weekend's travelling fine. I'll tell you who it's not travelling well for. Carlton supporters. Carlton supporters. There's nothing worse <laughs> on a Friday night especially if for, your team goes down. Especially for Carlton supporters who used to be St Kilda supporters. <laughs> oh no, I'm alright and we're going to talk about that right. later. I've got some stuff on that yeah. on supporters yeah. and wow boy, be good. there's some to stuff going on. Hey whiz, yeah. love the trip down to Phillip Island. I know you've travelled two hours to yeah. get here yeah. and I say Week in, week out, about dropping in at the Grantville Bakery. Yep. I've got your ham and salad roll today from the Grantville Bakery, and you'll be, if you don't say this is the best ham and salad roll you've ever had, well, I'll stand. We'll give it a go, Bradley. Thank you, very generous too. Uh, live, you're correct, from Phillip Island Rec Reserve for this afternoon's SEN track match of the day. So we'll get to that a little bit later on. Phillip Island today playing host to. Nanagoon. Of course, we uh, saw Phillip Island in a bit of an upset last weekend with a 44-point win over the reigning Premier. So two form sides this afternoon. Should be an absolute barn burner. We'll get to that a little later on. Uh, plenty coming up in Saturdays at Gippsland today. We'll talk to Nanagoon senior coach Justin Stanton. We'll get a bit of a netball segment. We'll talk to their netball coach as well. Uh, Christy Edwards a little later on our usual segments hot or not another one called come on man plenty to get on with in Saturdays in Gippsland today Brad but uh, you've got a fair bit you want to touch on last night also you watched uh, the Blues go down you'd be pretty frustrated not and this is I'm not and this is the thing I cannot cop with Carlton supporters that get on social media and some of the dribble that they write about their own players right now would you say, I would say, Carlton's an 8-12 to 12 team. Probably, yeah. Brisbane's a top two team. Yep. They lose by 26 points. Normally, a top two team against an 8-12, to 12, the margin is greater. Yeah, possibly. I see where you're coming I, from. I think, I, I think they're ahead of themselves. The so, supporters get quite vocal They do, it. they do. And, and, and it's pretty negative stuff. They're talking about sacking the cage and getting yeah, rid of players so and trading emotional. out. Yeah, it's just... I, mean, I, but I get it, they've been through a lot, but I... You know, as you say, they played a really good footy team. They are a uh, great side, and this is what supporters tend to do. They get too emotional, and they they look at it emotionally, and they don't give the opposition credit. You've got Hipwood and Danaher up forward. When it hits the ground, you've got guys like Bailey and Cameron that are hanging around good. for the crumb, and their midfields are brand lame. One of the, one of them's a Brownlow medalist. Yeah, they're. Well, they're not back, they're one, great. One of Carlton's midfielders is a Brownlow medalist as well. So let me run this past you and then we'll move on. Too, yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll run this past you and then, and then we can move on. They, uh, it was a rebuild for Carlton all those years ago. With, they've been through about three coaches in their rebuild. But they started building something. They've built this group now. They're reaching this. They peaked with uh, uh, last season just missing the finals in the last game. And they seem to be going a little backwards now. Has this group that they built all those years ago, has it peaked now? They've got to start again. 
Oh, no, they're not. They're, 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 you can't rebuild a Carlton. They won't accept it. Don't <laughs> they build a premiership group? Or have they built a middle-of-the-road group? I think they've built a middle-of-the-road group. And yeah. I think they're too slow. And that comes back to some recruiting. I think they might have recruited some wrong players. Yes, yeah. But every club does that. What I will say is to you Carlton supporters, go and support St Kilda for a couple of years and, and see how you think. Because off-field, Carlton have got 88,000 members and they're doing all right. Yeah, they're not you, bad. We might get you to save some of this for Come On Man or Hot or Not a little later <laughs> on in the show. You're listening to Saturdays in Gippsland here on SEN Track 91.3. And 91.9 in Latrobe Valley. You'll also you can listen live on the SEN app if you can. Uh, and at sen.com.au. Don't forget you can catch up on every interview in full wherever you get your podcast. Now, Brad, plenty going on in local mm. footy today as well. I know you've got there some is. stuff you want to talk about. Now, last week we spoke with the Boxer Hawks. They came out and played at Wonthaggy last weekend. Oh. You went and had a look. I went and had a look. And I'll tell you what, they did it really well, the AFL. They had AFL castles for the kids out on the netball courts. Yep. It was a, they got real lucky with the weather. The yep. weather was unbelievable. Turned out right, didn't it? Yeah. It was beautiful. They had good uh, areas of parking attendance. It was set up, whoever it was, whether it was Bass Coast Council, One Thaggy Footy Club, the VFL, the AFL, I don't know. But it was good. But one thing, Wiz, when I drove in, you know how they have those, um, they have the uh, portable signs... So they have a portable sign, and uh, it says, so you're driving along the road, and it'll say, welcome to the footy. You know what it said on this side? On, you know those battery upper one you get yeah, from? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the road side signs, yeah. Yeah, it said, welcome to one thaggy for the VFA. Ooh, We're going back that 20 years, Wiz. And I thought, you're beauty, Paul Melbourne. Or the, whoever set up the yeah. signs out on the main drag to that's drive a, in. That's a bit of a Welcome to the VFA. I it? thought, gee, you're going back a little bit. Gee, there's some old, old squirters going around that would love the old VFA. Oh, back, wouldn't they? They but it was a good, a day. good day. They did it the well. The chips were hot. The footy was good. The food was fantastic. They said in the paper 3,000. I'm not good with crowds, but, geez, I reckon there was more than that. Yeah, righto. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, nice. It was no, a good day. And I'm sure, because Box Hill Hawks have got a, an agreement with the Bass Coast Council, yep. I think you'll see it again next year. Yeah, that's good. It's mm. nice that they bring it out to uh, Gippsland uh, and have yes. a go. They're going to be more focused on that in the future. You think the Hawks may be, given mm. that uh, they're, um, uh, where they've been travelling for the last 10 years into Launceston, might dry up on them eventually. And Brett Tassari, who gets everywhere, he was there. I mean, he, 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 does he ever see his wife? So, Tassari, I think, is an Italian word, which means... Travel. Go to every footy game. <laughs> he's unbelievable. <laughs> he was there, and he's he gets his photo taken. He likes a photo. I think those who Brett don't know, Brett there. is, of course, the League Operations Manager for the West Gippsland Football yeah, Netball Competition. Absolutely a hard-working ripper. man and a friend of ours at SEN, no doubt about that. So, we did catch up with him briefly just before the show today. So he's out and about down here at Phillip Island somewhere. Just on that tour, looking across the pavilion there, Brad, it's just bathed in pink. Uh, They've got their breast cancer awareness day today. There's a lunch on in there and lots and lots of uh, women enjoying the hospitality and the lunch. And um, when they get together, they can make a bit of a noise. They're they're chatting away in there when I went to the bathroom before, Brad. The the Cardinet and the uh, Moscato's (laughs) flowing freely. Um, It's Shades of Pink Day out here. So they're raising funds for the Maroondah Hospital's Breast Cancer Centre. Which is great. And the senior coach, Cam Pedersen, and his wife, Sarah, are heavily involved in that charity. Mm -hmm. So both footballers and netballers will be wearing a limited edition jumper and dress today in pink. And that Mother's Day luncheon that you speak of, Wiz, 
started at midday and goes till four. Now, how do you reckon they're going to be after four hours of hitting it over there, the women? Yeah, it's going to be... Uh, you might be safer over here, Brad, is all I'm saying. Oh, God. Yeah, it's uh, based on that... Uh, um, yeah, it will be. That, with the Chardonnay flowing there for three or four hours, I'm not sure they'll be even that keen on uh, watching the football, perhaps. But, no, it's a great course. So, well done to the ladies of the Phillip Island Football and Netball Club, in particular the Pedersen family, for arranging that. It's a, it's a great initiative. Yeah. Have, have you ever been out to the Oaks Day at Flemington? Oh, yes, many years ago. Oh, yep. they, they, they put them in about eight, nine hours. <laughs> And boy, you frighten me sometimes, Brad. I, <laughs> we should change the subject. But uh, no, the girls are having a great time today and a great course. So you can see some pink shirts out there. In fact, as we said, the uh, Phillip Island senior boys this afternoon will be running out in a specially made, uh, I think it's a pink playing strip. It is, and different bloody numbers. So we're just studying <laughs> them at the moment. Hey, yeah. and with my old club, Neil Madan, I'm in yeah. the Allen Bank League. Yeah. To see they picked Haven't up. Haven't they picked up in, yeah, talking about, uh, they're talking about Chardonnay before, talking about Carlton Draft, and they've got that promotion, which is a ripper. <laughs> so that draft took place, and so some old legends getting out there and having a kick. Nathan Buckley, David Mundy, Jordan Lewis, Josh Kennedy, mm. uh, Bernie Vince, and Kane Corns have all put their hands up. And so clubs that have been doing it a bit tough recently number um, one pick. have, have uh, been put into the draw, and coming out number one was Neil Madanum. And they uh, went ahead and selected... Nathan Buckley. Nathan Buckley during now, the week. Have you seen him? So, I mean, firstly, let's look at... It's a delicious irony that Neil Madanum in their Essendon playing strip have recruited Nathan Buckley. And yeah. uh, he'll be playing in... I think it's a game in July. They'll be yeah, playing against Katani. We know... Ooh. You've just said something that they haven't... Um, oh, really? Oh, yes, that's I, a bit I think, of a, I hope a they will, but I don't know if they will. I've forgotten about oh, that. Something's still embargoed. They might be. But they could also be... Now, wouldn't you... Wouldn't if they were playing against Puong in the Collingwood Strip? Now, how funny would that be on the Channel 7 News that night? Nathan Buckley, mm. and he'd be close to 50 if he's not 50 already, looking absolutely oh, ripped. Oh, no. He'd be 50. He'd be given it. We'll have to, we'll have to Wikipedia that. Um, absolutely ripped. Kicking a goal in an Essendon strip against a team wearing a Collingwood strip. He'll, he'll dominate. He'll, Even he'll at his age, yeah. he is in incredible nick. So, now, this is a, another one to, on that. Will he... Uh, he will be good, no doubt about that. And it's, I think, 2000... And, when did he retire? 2008. Oh, I don't know. I reckon that's about right. We'll look that up uh, when we come back to it. But he's still going to be in oh, pretty good shape, you'd he, imagine. He will, on that ground, come out of the middle... And he'll drop it in the goal square, either foot, well, this is my and question. no one will tackle him. This is my question, Brad. Uh, if you've just joined us here on SEN Track, this is Saturdays in Gippsland. We're just talking about the Carlton Draft. And Neil Madonna and the Ellen Bank competition have drafted Nathan Buckley to appear for them in a game this year. Last year, we called a game between Nyora and Lang Lang, uh, which was treated to a special guest before appearance by uh, Brownlow medalist Dane Swan. Mm-hmm. And in the first half, Swanee wanted to run off half-back and just sort of feed the footy around and all that sort of stuff. And uh, they were 61 points down. No, 60 points down at half-time against Langley. Yep. So they moved Swan into the forward line. He kicked four goals in the second half, and the end result was a 61-point result. So, in fact, oh, in fact, it was the other way around, 60 to 61. So they actually won the second half by a point with yeah. Buckley playing forward. After so being 10 down. The big them. test for the coaches, and the coach at Nilma Dunn is going to face up to this with Nathan now. You've been given a Ferrari, but how do you drive it? Is it a Ferrari, or is it a fantastic-looking WBU? 
he was a Ferrari in his playing days. Yeah, but now he's not. He's probably a Tesla. <laughs> you reckon? He's probably a Tesla these days. Uh, so he's got a range of about 300 kilometres. Yeah. Um, but, but it can make fart noises yeah, on the dashboard. Dominate. And his good friend, you know, his good friend that he played with at Collingwood and then against in three grand or two grand finals at Brisbane, Mel Michael played yeah. in the premiership with his very club. The Noah Darnham. Coached Back by, in 2009. Who was the coach of that mob again? I can't uh, remember some his mug that It's probably a bit overweight these days. <laughs> imagine. Calling but local footy for us. <laughs> but mm. it would be very interesting to see if Neil Madanum go and get Mel out there for the day when Nathan's playing because they're quite close. They used to send each other jocular text messages when the grand finals were won by Brisbane over Collingwood yeah. in 2001 well, or two. As his former coach, surely you've got his contact details. You could get him involved, oh, every, Yeah, you could. And everyone at the footy club's got his contact details. Hmm. Not for me to do it, but... Oh, Oh, I think that'd be a great... We'll be there on the day. We're going. Well, we're not calling it that. No, we're It'll not calling it. It'll be our Ellen Bank call team of uh, Rob Goodwin and Dylan Beaumont yeah. calling that game. It's going to be on a we'll Sunday, but we watching. don't know who it's against yet, so I'm only guessing. No, that's right. It could be Katani, it could be... Um, could be Puong, it could be uh, near him south, we don't know, but we'll, I guess Good we'll thing find that out. Carlton draft, isn't it? Not the drink, but what they do. It's terrific what they do. So that day, there'll be a huge crowd there. They've isolated on a Sunday, so well done to the Ellen Bank League for agreeing that it would be a Sunday. Yeah. Um, and um, they can really showcase the event. Lots of people will come, they'll get a great bar, take a great day for the club. Bar and canteen, gate, all that sort of stuff. Uh, and they might even just sneak a bit of a win. They've got a decent player yeah. around. So. Hey, hey, uh, we spoke to Jack Taylor, the captain of Phillip Island. Yes. Last Saw Jack this uh, morning. I ran across the ground yeah. before and he was out there with the boys half-time in the resi. Spoke to him after the game, didn't we, uh, last week. That's the right. captain, and he, we mentioned that he had a season in Cairns for the Central Trinity Beach Bulldogs. That's right. Have a guess who's running around with them today. Oh, now. Okay, this is good. Who? Gary Ablett Jr. Is that right? Is running around. With the... He trained with them the other night, and then he had a bit of a sportsman's night. On the night. sunny coast. Cairns. Uh, oh, Cairns, yeah. And had a bit of a sportsman's night. And he's running around in the midfield today. Is it, do you miss anything? Like it, yeah, we're, we're here at Phillip Island. You're telling me about a local yeah. footy and a celebrity turning out to play for a club in Cairns. Yeah, the only reason I bring it up is because it's Jack Taylor, who's the captain here today. He's old club in Cairns. Oh, no, I get that. Yeah. But, like, you miss nothing. No, nah, you've, you've, you've picked got, it up. got to have your finger on the pulse, and I'll tell you what I haven't missed. Well, I've missed, yeah. but I haven't missed that. I've missed that I haven't had one for a while. Is a Phillip Island hamburger? Have you had a Phillip oh, well, Island burger? I was over there before. It doesn't look like they've got them today. Oh no! Well, really? Yeah, you know, don't don't quote me on that, but Whew. it doesn't Jeez. look like they've got it going oh, on today. Won't go home happy. I'm going to Lang Lang after this game. There's a night game out at Lang Lang. As I say, he's busy. Uh, Break coming up. Just a quick one. uh, Some milestones for umpires. The Trade Valley Umpires Association. I mentioned it last week. Alex Cooper, 750 games last weekend. Steve Esler, 550. Jacinda Giddos, 50 games. Rob Blunt, 300 games for the Trade Valley Association. He's done very well. And 300 games also to Blake Giddos. In the Latrobe Valley Umpires Association. I think that was the only one. They've got lots of milestones. Oh, and Stephen Schultz, who I think is a goal umpire and a life member of the Latrobe Valley Association. 400 games this weekend. Well done to all those boys. Hey, uh, while we're on the subject of people at clubs and so forth, you know who's um, uh, dropping in at the Warrigal Industrials Footy Club on May 20th between 12 and 2.30? No idea. Home game. They've got the Dusties are at home that day and they're 
can't remember who they're playing, but yeah. uh, Peter Dacos. Is that right? He'll be there having a chat to the people. I did uh, hear so, that um, oh, a club well. that's looking to rebuild, they were talking about uh, hiring Peter Dacos. Uh, as a start, <laughs> yes, yes, to yes. father some kids to play. It's not a bad idea. It's a good development program. You don't Test get any. Tube. What do you call them? Yeah, I, I, yeah. What is it? The, I, I, IVF. So IVF. you get the old Dacos test tube set up going. They'd be. Gee, some of these racehorses go for a few million bucks. What more Dacos kids go for if they? You don't get them for twenty odd years, but well, it's be just worth like it. the horses, isn't it? Like two hundred and fifty games, five hundred and forty-nine goals, Hall of Famer, Collingwood's team of the century. Two-time best and fairest. Why wouldn't you put him out the stud and test tube? And he's not even the best player in his family. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love that. Hey, we're going to go to a quick break here. Listen, it's Saturdays in Gippsland. We're live at Phillip Island this afternoon. We'll come back. We're still going to talk to the senior coach of Nanagoon and the netball coach. So still plenty going on. Don't go anywhere. This is Saturdays in Gippsland through till 2 o'clock today. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Saturdays in Gippsland indeed. Welcome back to Phillip Island Rec Reserve. We're live here for this afternoon's match of the day here on SEN Track. And this is Saturdays in Gippsland with Brad and Ian through until 2 o'clock today. Our next guest has been kind enough to join us here in the Alex Scott and Staff commentary box. We usually get people on the phone, but it's uh, lovely to have him here. And that's the coach of the Cats, the uh, Nanagan Football Club, Justin Stanton. Justin, welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland. Yeah, good morning or well, good afternoon. And uh, thank you for inviting me. Oh, it's our pleasure, mate. Nice to see you here. Another big day for you. Club today, of course, uh, uh, taking over the boys this season. They've had a pretty good start, and they're looking pretty sharp, particularly in the reserve grade today. I just noticed another goal there. They're opening up a big lead in the third quarter of the reserves. Um, it's been a good start to the season for your boys. Yeah, it has. Uh, the pre-season was good. We had good numbers. Uh, we had a reasonably healthy list. Um, and... Um, so that's been really pleasing, and um, yeah, I said I guess we're just we're really young. You can see out here, even in the twos, there's yeah. a lot of young guys, yeah. and we've yeah. probably got a little bit of advantage over the island who have got a few older bodies out there today. Yeah, it happens sometimes in seconds footy too, doesn't it? Or development league as we I yeah, think they're trying oh, to call right. it now. I know. Yeah, I, 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 at my former club, I used to refer to the twos as the development league, and then they they got annoyed, so we went. They wanted to go back to the old school reserves. So reserve thought, okay, grade, fair enough. Yeah, no, I think never going to make everyone happy. No, some no, love no, it, some don't. No, you're true. So. Uh, Justin, your background before you arrived at uh, the Goon. Yes, well, the, the previous five years I coached uh, the Basin, which are in the Eastern Football League. Oh, yes, yes. Um, yep. Different sort of footy, as in Ooh. small grounds. Tough. Really tough, yeah. You've get you you've got to be born with muscles. Mm. Um, and tattoos <laughs> up there. And yeah, yeah, correct. So really good standard of footy. Um, small grounds, yeah, physical. Um, and did that for five years, loved it, but um, was keen for a, for a change. Yep. Um, so passed the baton over to... Um, to a new coach there, and the and the list was in really good, good nick. And then seeing that Nana Goon had got a young list, it was an exciting um, opportunity that um, that presented me with it. Massive difference there, Justin. When because I know that area well, I coached Roval, uh, the Basin. Going from that ground to Nana Goons, your game strategy and plans that you had at the Basin would have entirely changed at Nana Goon. Yeah, absolutely. And when I first turned up to Nana Goon, you could fit. This is no exaggeration. You can fit two basin grounds inside yep. the Nana Green ground. Um, yeah, we had we were a strong emphasis on contested footy everywhere. 
um, and a little bit of creativity. You could open the game up a little bit at the Basin, but it was predominantly contests everywhere. Whereas at the Goon, yeah, it's hard to defend. Um, structurally, um, everything changes. You need runners, you need good ball users. In, so you need good competitors inside, but you need good runners on the outside. And when you say it, because the reason I asked the question a couple of weeks ago, we called Kelly Bass against Dalston. You'd know yep. Jaden G. Yep, coached him. Yep. Yeah, co- you would have coached him at the Basin. And I found that he was still adapting yeah. to the different style. Yeah, well, he's he was the star for me. I, I had a link with him when I was coaching at Beaconsfield previously. Uh, Jaden's a terrific bloke and a great player but yeah he'll take a bit of time to adapt just to the bigger grounds mm. he was perfect at the basin for us because he's a 6-2 uh, midfielder mm. bash and crash he was yeah great but yeah on the bigger grounds he'll um he'll, bit, he'll get there but he'll um yeah it's a bit harder for the bustlers on the big grounds isn't it, is. it? Yeah. Yeah, it is yeah and your first game you, you you come up against so you've your initiation into this competition arguably the best side in the competition right now you yep. get in round one but how Held stead, you were quite good that day. You went down by what about twenty five points yep. or whatever it was. Yep. What did you think round one when you come in and you said, "Okay, this is where we got to be at." Um, yeah. Well, going into the game, I had an expectation we we're going to win because I thought our preseason form was good, and I thought even though we had probably four or five guys out of our best twenty two not play, I still thought we would uh, we'd get the chockies and um, yeah, some some poor some poor areas that. Um, Evolved throughout that game, a bad, bad kicking first quarter, really poor effort overall in the second quarter, and then we won the third and fourth quarter, but the damage had been done. So we, I drove home thinking we've got a lot of work to do, but then you watch the game again and you see the results that have followed, and you think, oh, maybe we weren't that bad. So, yeah, so we take a little bit of optimism out of it. Yep. Yeah. Um, just backtracking too, mate, we're talking about Dean Bovida. Bo- is that how we say his name? Uh, Dion Boavida. Dion Boavida. I've yep. got that completely wrong. I notice his background is the Basin and Roville. Obviously, mm. he's a man that's been coached by you before. Yep. What does he bring? Uh, he looks a, like he's a pretty experienced player, over 200 and something career yeah, games. Yeah, um, he just gives you a little bit of polish and a little bit of flair and a bit, something a bit different. So We expect to see him playing in the middle? He'll play in the middle yep. um, and he'll play forward at times. He's just... He'll just have that um, that knack of being able to bob up and he just hit the, the scoreboard from time to time. Mm. Um, he's a good contested midfielder, but he's as the game opens up in the second half, his leg speed comes into its own also there. So yeah. okay. I watched your game during the week against Garfield yep. on the live stream game. So I watched the tape. He might have kicked the first goal of the game, I reckon, Boavita that day. Yeah, he took dropped a, a lot of marks as well. He did. <laughs> kicked a strong, uh, took a strong mark. Looks a likely type. The one that really stood out for me, and I know he's he's got a good background. He was a gippy power boy. Was is Nate Pipicelli. Yep. Now he is a guy today, Wiz. Now, Justin, I'll get your thoughts on it. He is that tall. He's going to be hard to combat at any level. Yep. He didn't have the kicking boots on last no. week, though, did he? No. But, well, geez, he's going to one day and he's going to kick a bag. Yeah, well, when I got How the... How tall is he? Oh, he'd be... I'm guessing he'd be 6'5". Everybody's 6'5", yeah. for us, though. Because yeah. I'm tiny. And yeah, so yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I just looked at him and thought he played the whole year at fullback at Gippy Power. He did a pre-season with Frankston, made their development list as a key defender. And I said to him, look, there'll be times where we'll play as a defender, but there's other times where I need to develop you at the other end. Yeah. Um, so we did that at different stages during the pre-season and he's a working progress. He hasn't got any forward craft at all. Mm. Um, he's just he's just about con- competing and uh, he took a lot of grabs. He kicked 2-8 um, yeah, last week and uh, he was a bit down on himself after the game but I said, look, at the end of the day, a forward getting 10, ten shots of goal is great. Yeah, you've got a great midfield that's going to get it to him and, and I speak of Herman and 
and in, in particular your captain Trina Moore. Now I noticed, is there a bit of a? Now no one will be listening, so you can see that you can be honest here. Is there a little bit of a plan there that let's get this out of the middle, get it off the hands of Trigg in the ruck, and get it in real quick to the big fella Pipicelli? Uh, look. Yes, but in saying that, that was the, the goons' undoing last year because obviously we've got Dermot Yorney out at the moment, who was you know the second best forward last year, and that was that come unstuck last year against the good teams. It won't cut it, just getting it out and bombing it in, in. And likewise, if we create those habits for for Nate Pipicelli, then it's going to be challenging. So, do, do you change? Coming from your ground last yeah. week, that I might must add, the surface looks incredible. Yeah, the new surface good. to this today, it's a little bit soft underfoot. It's probably and it's a, a lot soft, smaller. Soft yeah. three out there today. Certainly soft the way three. we certainly the way we want to move the football won't change. There's enough width and length for us to be able to play the way we want to play. But yeah, you get there's always ways you need to adapt. Like Garfield are a young side, Phillip Island are a, a gun team with hmm. big bodies and terrific talent everywhere. Um, so yeah, we. We'll need to turn up and be at our absolute best to, to compete with him today. Mm. We've got no doubt about that. So, uh, if you've just joined us here on SEN Track, you listen to Saturdays in Gippsland through until 2 o'clock today. And Brad and I talking to senior coach at Nunagoon Football Club, Justin Stanton. And Justin, this afternoon against the Phillip Island Footy Club, as you, your own words there, they're a champion team. They've got uh, stars everywhere. Um, have you got a plan for a tag this afternoon? We know last week we called them McKenzie off half-back. Really did some damage. And, of course, uh, Jack Taylor, their skipper, is just everywhere. Um, how are you going to combat this? What's your plan? Yeah, traditionally, we don't... You're probably not supposed to tell no, me no, anyway. No. But... I'm, I'm an open book. We generally focus on us. Um, I think these boys are really coachable and they don't really want to worry too much about who they're up against. It's more about implementing what we want to do, right? Yeah, okay. yeah we, we, we respect them because they're a terrific team and they've achieved what Nanagoon hasn't achieved in recent years. Sure. So I just want the guys to play their role and there's going to be times where they're going to need to be ultra defensive and then there's going to be times where we need to be attacking but we won't um, yeah, we won't be tagging anyone. Yeah. Having no. said that, they're, they're forwards. Now we're, we're talking of guys like Patullo, Blake, Woodfield, Pierce, Taylor uh, and your backs of Parker, Pipicelli, I'm really impressed with Marsham. Who gets the, who gets the start on Max Blake at full forward, would that be Parker? Possibly, but in all honesty, I haven't even had a conversation with one of the backs yet. Yep. Um, because we cut, we. My theory is that it's different because you knew, I knew the Eastern Footy League really well. I knew the list really well. So we planned on a Thursday night who we we're gonna, who what the matchups were. But here, this league, I'm learning the players, so I don't want to, I don't want to cloud their minds with too much. So we turn up today. We look at the conditions. Uh, quite often, before the bounce, I'll give one or two a roll. Probably Parker and answered your question for that one. Mm. And the rest of the defenders, I'll just tell them to find what they think is the best matchup for them. Yep. It's funny, in golf, yeah, you know, like... they often say, what's the last thing that should be going through your mind before you start your backswing? And the answer is nothing. Yeah. So in actual fact, maybe uh, the the clarity that you're providing by accident today or not having the background information on uh, your competitors might actually help you. It looks yeah. like it has they, been so far. They can do their own homework if they want to. Yeah. Um, they can watch vision. We give them all the tools and they can take whatever they want out of it. Yeah. Some really embrace it and others... Couldn't care less about um, <laughs> stats. That's what I'm going to kick. Yeah, yeah, and you love that about yeah. it too. So. And you've got good experience up back. I'm a big fan of Brent Hughes, so yeah. I would imagine yeah. he'd be, he keeps he'd... them composed, which yeah. is good. We've got That's two great. good. We've got two good defenders who have been out for the last three weeks in in the Blackwood boys, yeah. um, Jake and Sam Blackwood. So we've missed them. Um, a really talented recruit we got from Berwick, who's a um, really good ball user across half back. We've lost him for the year with a knee rico. Mm. Um, so we've had our challenges, um, and that back line. 
Yeah, it's um, it's it's young and it's um, it's it's growing and it's you know it's going to be better at the back end of this year than what it is now, but it's still going okay. Yep. Yeah. It's a big project, Justin, uh, for you, no doubt about that. Nunnigan Football Club and today uh, they meet up against Phillip Island here at Phillip Island Rec Reserve in what should be a beauty. Sen tracks match of the day. Uh, it's a big job you got in front of you. You've started well, and we really appreciate you giving us your time this close to uh, the start of the match today. Thanks for joining us in the Alex Scott and Staff Country Box. No worries, guys. A pleasure. Anytime. There Thanks, you. Justin. So, Good luck. Justin Stanton, the senior coach at Nanogoon there, who made his way all the way across the ground to talk to us. Very generous of him indeed. But uh, the boys obviously managing things for themselves. So that was Justin. We'll be talking to the netball coach a little later on in this hour. But before we get to our break, Brad, it's time for a little segment we like to call Hot or Not. Mm. <laughs> we thought yes. we might have a stinger for that, yes. but we don't. But Hot or Not is a little segment uh, where we talk about some of the things that have been going on around the place and decide whether they are uh, a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, first, uh, first of all, I'm going to start Hot or Not, firstly. Uh, Inverloch Congrac are clearly the best of the West Gippy favourites. Uh, for the Premiership right now. Is that hot or not? Oh, it's hot. I don't agree with it. Hot I don't think wet. there's a... But they no good I, if you're in the jungle. I, he's found the stinger back in the studio. <laughs> I don't think, as I receive a coffee from my main man again, Brett Tassari... How good's he going? Oh, he's unbelievable. I don't think there's a standout Premiership favourite in this competition yet, and to say that in round four, you're an idiot. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my personal brand. That's what I do. That's Any, what I do. Now, Brett, we're paying you. Hang on, don't, anyone, yeah. any one of six could win it right now. I would say, and, and you know what? In three weeks' time, there might be a seventh. All right, it's that close. All right, so you're saying not hot? Not, no, it's not hot. No, it's not hot. All right, we've got um, a couple of team shirt updates there. It's a not. All right, your turn, Brett. All right, Jordan Lewis will be a better pickup. For Bucken, I said Bucken, <laughs> than what Nathan Buckley is for Nilmadarn. You think he'd be, be a Bucken good pickup? <laughs> is that what you said? I knew we were going to run. <laughs> with this. Oh, we shouldn't do this. Well, I blame the producer. <laughs> he gave us these. Uh, is that hot or not? Uh, no. I, I say. No. Nah, actually, yeah, I say hot. I say hot. It's yeah, hot. It is. You know why? What? He's younger. No. Nah. No, no, no. I say not. Yeah. Because. It's not just about what he's going to do on the day. It's about yeah. what bums are going to sit on seats. Ah, there's going to be a seats. lot more bums on See. seats watching Nathan Buckley than pulls Jordan a, Lewis. Pulls a crowd, does bucks. Yeah. All right, okay. All right, no, I understand that. Uh, okay, my turn. Yep. Moe are the biggest threat to Liam Gather in the Gippsland League this year. Hot or not? Oh, I agree. Right now, I totally agree. Well, Murray undefeated. Yeah, so, yeah. And a bit of a surprise package the way they're winning too. Yes, like the margins that they're winning by. Yeah, they had a, they were plagued by injury last season, so it's good to see them back with a good list, etc., etc. Your oh, turn, Brad. Oh, I've got one break. more. Sit down round is a great thing for community footy. Hot or not? Well, I'm talking about sit down round. <laughs> so I'm going to say because I know you disagree, but I'm going to say hot. Okay, That's but I'll hot. tell you why. No. Sit down round's great. Well, I'll tell you why yeah. because have you ever been to kids' footy? The worst part about kids' footy are the parents. I agree with you right? in kids' footy, but they're talking about bringing it into senior footy. Well, no, but this is an initiative for junior football only, and it's only No, it's for, not. No, it is. It is. I'll read you the, I'll read you the press release. Uh, AFL Gippsland trial a sit-down round try and stamp out of use in junior games, but their fears it could open but a But there's other leagues talking about yeah, 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 bringing yeah, yeah. it into senior That's not, footy. Uh, that wasn't my question. No. Hot or not? 
In junior footy? Yep. Hot. Uh, and it's only coaches and officials. So I, that, sit I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that because let's be realistic. I don't think at junior footy it's predominantly the coaches and the match day staff that are doing it. I think it's mum and dad sitting over the back where oh, little Johnny's getting a bit no of a doubt. rough time. And, you, and I've seen it with my own eyes. It's the dad, for argument's sake, that yeah. never played footy. I don't right? think it's the coach. So he can come up and no one knows his history. But you know so why he can not pretend to be the alpha male umpire abuser over the fence. But Wiz, they're idiots. Mate. But you know why they're not doing it with the crowd and just the coaches? It's to set an example. You couldn't sit down mum and dad around the ground on their ass. There's no way they would. Imagine coming up to big Brutus out at Frankston Pines. Yeah. Six foot six. 16 with covered in tattoos. Oh, oh, mate, sit down and shut up. Good luck with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, that's all the time for for on for hot or not this week. If you've got any, please feel free to send them through to Brad. He needs some help with his, <laughs> I would say. Uh, that was hot or not. We're going to take a break here on Saturdays in Gippsland. Still plenty to come when we come back. We're live here at Phillip Island Rec Reserve. And, of course, the match of the day this afternoon. The Bulldogs take on the Cats from Nanagoon. Plenty to come on SCN Track. Don't go anywhere. More right after this. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. And it is a beautiful Saturday afternoon here at Phillip Island Rec Reserve. I think the bad weather might have uh, oh, passed us by. Hang Brad, around. I see blue sky <laughs> out over Port Phillip, oh, Western Port Bay at the present minute. So a little bit of luck, uh, no more rain. And it looks like a soft three out there at the moment. A big crowd in for this afternoon's game, but more of that a little later. Now, we were going to be talking to Phillip Island senior netball coach, uh, Christy about now, Christy, but uh, there's no sign of Christy, and obviously he's pretty busy over there with the netball going on. We just want to bring a bit of netball to the coverage, if we can, Brad, because, of course, West Gippsland is a football and netball competition, well, but you, um, maybe we can talk to Christy another time. Do you huh? want to talk about my mixed netball no, background? No, no. Good idea. And by the way, the next time, if got God, we're too old for that now. Got reported but the first game. Mixed netball in the lycra bike pants. You're supposed to wear underpants underneath, by the way, Brad. But that's for another day. Yes. Uh, catch us over that's a beer and we'll tell you that story. Yeah, understandably. And it was lucky it was a cold day. All right, time for another segment here on Saturdays at Gippsland. This is a new one. Oh, and I think you're going to like it. This is one that we call Come On Man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. It's Mr. Obama. It is, too. Nice one. Now, this is a come on, man. So this is how it works. Here's, I'll, I'll go first, Brad. You ready? Yep. So when a team gets through the entire footy season and then goes on uh, undefeated and then goes on to win the flag, what do we call them? Un, uh, premiers and champions. Correct. And they also get that written on their flag, right? So when they get it handed out, it says premiers and champions. And that's an indication that they didn't just win the flag. They went through undefeated. And won the flag, premiers and champions. So, I can tell you a story. There's a regional club did that last season. So you don't have to be, you have to work for NASA to look it up and work out who it <laughs> might have been. Uh, but when they were finally presented with their premiership flag, it said premiers, no champions. So when they pointed the mistake out to league headquarters and asked the league admin to make good on the mistake, the response from the league was, "Here's the contact info. The people make the flags. Knock yourself out." From the league. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come How on, man. That, eh? Come on, man. So, they... 
come back and tell... At least be diplomatic or a little bit... Uh... Knock yourself out. You want one, you go and pay for it. Unbelievable. Ooh, wow. Unbelievable. So they've made the mistake and there might be a bit of covering up their mistake. There, See, the issue might be when they hand out these sports management degrees at university, uh, they cut their ears off. This happens with parrots. <laughs> I see what you've done there. Your turn. Come on, man. All right. Now, we touched on this earlier. This sit-down round, right? Yeah, yeah. You go to the footy when you're a coach. Footy is an emotional game. Mm. I don't for one minute condone abuse, but footy is an emotional game. Yep. I've coached for a long time, Wiz, and when I was in the box, I got emotional. I tried not to, but I got emotional. Yep. And was sacked 14 times because I got that emotional. <laughs> you think you might have learned. Oh, I think Let's I might have learned. But to tell the coach and all the staff to sit down all day and not say anything, you can't even clap, Wiz. Come on, man. No, that's uh, for officials in particular. Now, I don't necessarily subscribe to that, but uh, there you go. Come on, man. We might be falling asleep back in the studio. <laughs> there, we? Come it's on, how man. You, it's how you tell a story. Right. Come on, man. It's how you tell the story. Yours is more like a mini-series. Obama, right. Obama's gone to sleep. Here's Come my on, next one. Yeah, yeah. Come, Come on, man. Come on, man. All right, my next Come On Man. Recently, a regional Victorian footy club was so frustrated at the constant change going on around them that reached out to league headquarters and expressed their frustration about having the reserve-grade competition renamed to the Development League. Oh, you're an old-time. You don't like this. Uh, reserve-grade. Development. Developing yeah. what? Yeah, look out here. What are we developing out there? There's a lot of fat blokes with 300 games under their belt that want to keep playing. Oh, Mixing up with some kids. It's not Development League. It's reserve-grade. So they asked if the league was so intent on development that perhaps they could pay each reserves player 50 bucks a game. Funded by the league and not impacting their salary cap. Come oh. on, man! Come on, man! Oh, Come on, man! Come on, man! Doesn't hang around for it's me. It's tell a story, Brad. Isn't it? Come on, man! Yeah. Hey, here's one for you. Mm-hmm. And it's about. See, I don't pull any punches. I'll tell you who the club is. Hard hitting. You're the Darren Hinch of local footy. This is the club that plays here today, Nana Goon. Right. Right. Nana Goon have a Facebook ad. Yeah. Right now, and it's a Mother's Day ad. And this is what it says. Mother's Day is just around the corner, and what better way to treat her than buying her a new lawnmower from Packing and Mowers and Chainsaws? Come on, Come man. man. Come on, man. Come on, man. You're going to go buy Mama, a mower for Mother's Day. Well, if I did that, it'd be wrapped around me head. No, no, fair enough. But I, I must admit, it's just a, it's, there's something appealing about the lady I watch TV with pushing the lawnmower around. I might work oh, on that one. Oh, no. Imagine if you went home to Mrs. D and just said, uh, oh, he's a lawnmower for Mother's Day, love. Well, she, she's hoping <laughs> to offer advice on how to do it, so maybe it's time <laughs> for her to do it. I've got one more, Rudy. Oh. We better keep moving on after that. Okay, so a regional radio station oh. covering local footy last season received a very serious request from the umpires association oh. asking why the umpires don't get interviewed after the game like the players do come on man are you serious? come on man Reggie come on man oh, come on great. man that'd be a great let's, interview. let's, let's try that uh, how do you think you got, went today, huh? Ah, well, I bounced it down once and it went sideways. <laughs> and I wasn't real good at it, but I love my green uniform. <laughs> and, you, and, you, and you missed that holding the ball out in the outer wing there? No. Oh, oh, did you see the way I ran backwards, though? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, so get that's right. Interviewers after the game. Hey, we're going to move on. That was come on, man. If you've got any, please feel free to send them through to uh, old mate Sinkers. Wiz has just smacked everyone in this region. (laughs) Umpires, he smacked delegates, footy clubs. I'll I'll need a police escort out of here at ten past five this afternoon. No doubt about that. Hey, this is Saturdays in Gippsland. And we're live at Phillip Island Rec Reserve for this afternoon's match of the day. And uh, it's starting to get pretty willing, Brad. This is a chance we get to talk about what you reckon is going to happen this afternoon, importantly. Oh. So let's set it up. Last week, we covered Phillip Island, who surprised the undefeated reigning premiers on their deck by 44 points. Mm. They are the form side in the competition right now, the Bulldogs. And they're up against the other form side in the comp with a new coach in Justin Stanton, uh, the Goon, who are playing some pretty good footy as well. Should be an absolute beauty, the Sabo. Yeah, it will be. And they've got a tough couple of weeks, no, no, Goon, because after today they travel down and play Turidan. Um, so and they the, might be a bit cranky after getting beat yeah, last week. so they've got a cu- tough couple of weeks. Look, I think I won't make the same mistake I made Easter Saturday and last week and tip against Phillip Island. Uh, some of the kids that I noticed last week, and we spoke about them, Kai McKenzie, um, uh, Bryce Hindor, Tarkin McMillan, some of these kids that we've brought into the side, Kobe Oller and Shaw, Tully Dickey on debut last week, got himself a goal. Some of these kids that have come into the side have just picked up. Now, we know you know they lost Brendan Kimber last week. He won't play again today. Yep. And we think they lose a little bit of grunt around the ball. Then all of a sudden, they just go bang, bang, bang. They've got running backs, good wingmen. And Justin Stanton's going to have his work cut out for him today because he's got a good forward line. He's got big Nate Pipicelli, who we spoke to him about. Dion Boavita, he's a ripper. Troy McDermott comes into the side that's a really good player. Mitch Humphrey up forward. And then there's little Matt Humphrey as well. I get them mixed up. Mitch Humphrey's the little one. Matt's the taller one. So Mitch is a good crumb around front and centre. They've got good running wingers in Murphy and Bettio, but they've got a, a real big game today and they have to adapt from that big ground of Nana Goons to this one that's soft underfoot yep. and it's a lot smaller. It's going to be tough for Which them. is what Justin was talking about there, adapting to bigger grounds, and today is a bit of a small one. Just talking about that, that's the one change from last week's side for the Goon. Out goes Cooper Purcell and coming in, Troy McDermott. Uh, a Troy veteran, some 200-plus career games of footy. Beaconsfield and the Northern Blues in the VFL, so he's got a good pedigree mm. as he comes he's to Nanagoon this afternoon. Uh, on the other side of the ledger, and five changes in last week's Phillip Island side, saw them get up by 44 points mm. over the reigning Premier. And two more changes today. Uh, Jason Tamada and Ben Taylor come back into the side, uh, and they're replacing Jack Opitz and Jack Pappas. Yeah, Benny's the youngest of the three Taylor boys, yep. Jack and Billy. So Benny's the younger one. You'll see him out on a wing today, or he might go forward as well. They'll rotate him around through that area. Um, and, the, and the two kids that went out, you know, Opitz and that, you know, they went out, they're young kids, and they'll get another chance. But it's, And then you've still got Brendan Kimber to come back at some stage. And if, and I know Jamie Yule, the, the former captain that's overseas, is listening today. Right. Um, I had Jamie. a ch- chat to him during the week. He He's over, I think right now he's in Spain or so. He's there everywhere. He's, yeah. in, he's having a great uh, old trip. I don't know if he will come back. But th- these, you put Kimber and Yule back into this side. Hmm. Oh, my God. All of a sudden. Uh, you, so it, they're a great side, Phillip Island. I love the way that they've tr- they tried some of these kids. Tarkin McMillan, he might get a crack at some stage today on the big fella, Nate Pipicelli. 
And that was the Warrigal full forward here a few weeks ago. And we sung his praises because he kept him goalless. So, so let's track really back good. to last Saturday afternoon and what Phillip Island did to the Seagulls. Uh, the influences there it was uh, Kai McKenzie running off half back as yep. a small half back running half back, and his ball distribution was terrific. Pedersen was uh, just everywhere on the ball there. I thought he was terrific. Hayden Bruce always puts in a good contest. Hayden, oh, sorry, Cameron Brown was good up forward yep. as well. Uh, so there were uh, there were plenty uh, within the mix. I think four goals to uh, Travis Woodfield. He's out there again today, and uh, three goals to. Um, Jesse Petullo, how do what they did last week transmit or translate into what they've got to do today against Nano Goon? Oh, same thing. The, the, the biggest stat for me in football is disposal, disposal efficiency. Now, we don't get those stats done here, but I can tell you last week they would have been up around 85%. They rarely turn the football over, and when they hit that 45-degree kick, it's 50 metres that takes the opposition right out of the game and yep. then they run on and they get it into a very, very potent forward line. That is the area that... And, and, and let's be honest, their coach gives them first use in the middle, Cam Pedersen. Well, sounds like you're a convert. Uh, you're pretty happy with them. Uh, you know, I assume you're tipping them this afternoon. Well, I want to certainly. see a bit more about the goon before I make my mind up there, but I'm expecting an absolute barn burner this afternoon. Two informed sides mm. will be up against each other here, and I'm looking forward to seeing a couple of these boys that Justin Stanton's brought in. We're getting some late number changes all over the place here. Yeah, it keeps happening. I don't know why this happens. Well, so. we've got one Nana Goon player. This is the third advice we've had. We did, got him down for three different numbers He's this afternoon. Tried, so that, that might be his ploy to get his name mentioned on radio a bit more often. It's so, quite bizarre, really. And, and thanks to uh, League Chief Brett Tassari. Um, a man who uh, generously bought us a beautiful coffee here. Uh, well, Aren't the coffees beautiful uh, at Phillip Island? The, 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 what Phillip Island have done here, now I know me food and coffee, Wiz. Yeah. They haven't got someone coming in in a caravan or a cart. They've got a window, a barista window. They yeah. brought their own machine and yeah. they're just copping and the, 100% profit. And there's whack. a man wearing braces and a po got a ponytail yes. and he just makes them all all day. Bloody good coffee too. Not bad. If got bad work if you can get good it. Good crowd. Good crowd. Yeah, it's starting to build. And the mm. weather, again, at the moment, Phillip Island Rec Reserve bathed in sunshine. And uh, I think the bad weather might have passed us. I'm looking out over... Western Port at the moment, and the sky looks pretty blue, so I reckon we're going to be yes. okay. Brad. How long have you been living in Victoria? Um, most of my life. Oh, I lived just in about South Australia for a while, but yeah, well, yeah. You, you know this could change every five minutes. Yeah, you know that. <laughs> um, big win there for Nanagoon. Stay home the, and listen to the call uh, on uh, SEN. That's what you do with right. the cup going. Uh, that's a good idea, or something a bit stronger. Yeah, or uh, stronger if you like. Yeah, if you're that not? way inclined. Yeah, I think you could be right. Just a final score here in the reserve gate. Uh, Nanagoo, 2011-131. Have defeated Phillip Island. It's a big win, isn't 8 3 -51. That's, uh, that's uh, a good old-fashioned short, uh, short back and sights there, Bradley, uh, I'd say. No doubt about that one. Hey, you've been listening to Saturdays in Gippsland here with... Um, unfortunately, we didn't get to speak to Ange, the netball coach. We did speak with Justin Stanton. Uh, a little earlier on in the show and don't forget our segments here you're welcome to contribute during the year just get hold of Brad Sinclair and you can contribute to Hot or Not and to our new segment Come On Man so plenty going on here this afternoon don't go anywhere this afternoon ladies and gentlemen it's time for our match of the day broadcast the Bulldogs hosting the Goon this afternoon West Gippsland football on SEN track coming up after this don't go anywhere and thanks for joining us on Saturdays in Gippsland. Bye Sit for now. Sit down, Ryan. Come on, man. <laughs>